Welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, helping entrepreneurs tackle real-world problems in their businesses with tips, tricks, and advice from other solopreneurs. In this episode, I sit down and chat with Leandra Foster, a money and mindset expert, about how budgeting and bookkeeping are not necessarily the same thing. And I'll be like, oh, it's 9.20, so I flipped back over, and I was like, yep, it's on break. Same thing at 945. Oh, it's 920, so I flipped back over and I was like, yep. It's like, same thing again. Yeah. So it is something that we're working on. It's one of those snafus of using a third party software. YouTube, in order for us to auto start the video, you have to be muted. We cannot have auto start. But I I unmuted. It's got to be something in your settings, sweetie, because I've tried it on four different computers and other people have tried it. And I'm in flow working over here. It's supposed to be just like YouTube. When you've got a YouTube video playing and you're doing other things, you can still hear it. And I can do it on all of my things. That's what what didn't make sense to me because when I came back and you were doing the introduction, I could see your mouth moving. But of course, I had to unmute again and I could hear you talk. Mm -hmm. It was I left it unmuted and it. I didn't hear you say anything about break. Yeah, and I did. So, like I said, I've tested that because you told me you had that issue last week. So I tested uh-huh. it. Like I had my kid tested. I had another expert test it. We all could hear just fine. So I don't know if it's because you're on two different. Like I don't know if it's how you have your audio set up. It's got to be something with your hardware because anything we tried, I couldn't get it to repeat that problem. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> Like it's not, it's something it doesn't, gonna run it doesn't into. make sense because like I said, as soon as I came in and I unmuted it, I could hear you Here. talk. And so I know it was unmuted. So why 20 minutes later did it not work? And I, I have it on my radar of YouTube issues. So it's not that I don't know that that can be an issue. Uh huh. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. And that, you know, we are again, because we're building the software, I'll write it down again, just to remind Dallas and let them know it's still, Maybe that it's that you need to wait 20 minutes because I could hear, like, as soon as I came in and it was fresh and I unmuted it, like, after the break, I could hear you. But there was nothing 20 minutes later when it was time to take a break again. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to see if I can. I, I mean, I believe you. It's not that I don't believe you. I just haven't been able to recreate the problem. Um, so what were you doing? So, like I said, it may be the time lapse. Like, maybe something happens there. I bet I know what it is. It's, it automatically, the software automatically goes to break, and there's a 20-second delay, right? hmm So, if you talk at the time that you need to be, a, that you're supposed to be a break, and there's a 15-second delay, it's already gone to the screen. Which is why I start saying break a minute early. I already count for oh. that. Yep. I count for I the delay. Know. Yep. Because I realized that, that our software auto cuts the feed. So I start announcing break earlier. So it, I'm going to keep trying because these are the kind of issues that we need to know about because uh-huh. we can't. So you were off like, were you on, do you have flow working over on a different computer, like a different screen? Were you in one yeah. browser or do you have your browser open in two places? 
No, I just moved it over because I wanted to be able to see you and see flow working, but no, it's been all in the same. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what people, how people are doing, how people are working. Um, okay. Not on flow working. Can't hear sound. Okay. Yeah. I could hear it, but I, but I could hear it right away. Like when we came back from break, I unmuted it. I could hear you. It was the, the 20 minutes later. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll just keep, I'll keep trying that is, you know, mute, unmute. I'll just, I'll just keep playing with it. Cause that's what I'm doing all this time is, you know, playing with it. So mm. that's fine. Um, okay. Well, thank you for that. I will, like I said, I'll keep keep trying to recreate it. Cause if we can recreate it, then we can figure out either through cues on the screen or whatever other ways we need to, if it's like a sound, you know, that instead of playing it through YouTube, like flow working itself plays a sound. Um, I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. Um, to announce those breaks. Cause I know that is a sticking point. If people don't know what the transitions are. All right, so let's go ahead and just have like a 15, 20 minute chat. What I kind of thought, um, one of the things if, that would be really great, um, you know, talking about what's the difference between budgeting and bookkeeping. They're related, but help people kind of understand what the differences are, because I know you're Flow sessions are all focused around budgeting. So help us understand a little bit more about what's the difference. Yeah, that's interesting because yesterday I had um, a woman say, oh, no, I don't think I need help with budgeting anymore. I'm just going to hire a bookkeeper. And so I said, well, can I ask you a clarifying question about that? And my question was, is your goal with budgeting to figure out a way to consciously spend or or rather with the bookkeeper. Is it to, is the bookkeeper to help you figure out a way to consciously spend or is it to help you figure out how you've already spent? And she said, no, I want to I want to learn how to consciously spend. Well, a bookkeeper is only going to categorize what you've already spent. And so you can see how you've spent. But if you're looking at how you want to spend in the future, that's when you need to sit down and look at your cash flow plan. And I say that rather than budget, because I know that budget makes a lot of people go like this. They go, I don't need you to tell me how to spend my money. And I don't want to tell you how to spend your money. I want you to figure out how you want to spend your money and be really clear on that. So that's how you spend your money instead of saying, oh, I never have any money. The kind of budgeting is more like looking to the future instead of looking to the past. Exactly. Interesting. And you really only budget when big things change. So you make your budget now, and unless something drastic happens, you get a new job or you have a pay cut or um, you have some sort of inheritance or something like that, you don't need to change your budget um, or if your priorities change. Interesting. So how frequently would you say that people should be creating a budget? It's kind of like really just when big life changes happen. For the most part, I keep the same budget as long as my cash flow stays the same. If um, so, my husband is employed, so if he gets a raise, we might look at that. 
or when he changed jobs, we looked at whether we could afford it because it made it meant other changes, moving, mortgage, those types of things. But other than that, maybe once a year. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. So if I created my budget and I'm ready to rock and I'm ready to roll, what do I do with it after I create it? How do I in interact with it? Or what, what do you recommend how to, how to use it and put it into place? So my biggest thing is automate, automate, automate. <laughs> so here's the thing is saving doesn't happen unless you plan it. And Honestly, this is really funny, but it has been 20 years and it only just dawned on me that it's the same thing with charitable giving. I've always thought, oh, if I have money left over, I'll give. And then I've always told myself, oh, you're so stingy. You never give. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, of course. I automated uh, one charitable giving to the radio station that I listen to regularly. And I give them $240 a year because I give them $20 a month. And it happens like clockwork. Yet other charities that I want to give to, I haven't given to regularly because I just did it if there was money left over. So automate, automate, automate. If charitable giving is really important to you, automate it. Go to your charity, set it up that you give them a small amount once a month and it becomes a big amount for the year. Set up that retirement contribution, set up the savings. So if you're saving for a vacation or you save for Christmas presents, get all of that money out of your account right away and know how much money generally goes towards things like your mortgage, your utilities, your water, your gas. And then whatever's left over, that's your fun money. And you know how much that money is generally every month. And you know that you have that amount to spend and you just keep track of that and it's like, well, maybe this month you wanted to go to the movies five times in a month and next month you want to go to a concert instead. doesn't matter. It just has to stay within that chunk of money, but everything else has already been separated. So you only have that left to work with. So it doesn't take much thought. No, I love that. That it's just, I love the automated part. Like money, we get so tied emotionally to our money and, and gosh, you just, you made me feel great. I went, Oh, it just goes like it's done. Just like bills. We automate our bills. Why not automate savings? I love that. Why not automate the rest? So when getting started, that's always the fun part. How do you normally, if I said, okay, I have no idea. What is something concrete that I could do that just helps me get started on creating that budget? Um, so here's where looking at the past does count because we're creatures of habit. And so if you look at it, you'll probably find out that minus Christmas, you've probably spent pretty much the same way over the last three or four months. And so you can look at that and see what your spending habits are. I always say, look at it and make sure that how you're spending aligns with how you want to be spending. And sometimes that exercise in and, it, in and of itself is just eye opening. I had one client look at me and she just said, why am I spending $50 a month on coffee? I really want a house. And after she started looking at it like that, her house savings just like she beat her goal because everything was, would I rather have this or a house? Mm -hmm. Would I rather have this or a house? And house kept winning out. So she just kept moving more money for her house. So that's, that's a good way to get started. The other way is to use these sessions mm -hmm. to start the automation process to step one, 
open an IRA, an individual retirement account, open a high yield savings account, use your next session. So that, that wasn't all in one day. That was one session, next session. And then next session, link those accounts to your bank so that you can easily transfer the money in and set up those automatic, Got it. those automatic. Just those little steps that make it feel easy. One bite at a time. <laughs> one little bite at a time. Fabulous. So are there certain types of tools or maybe even a software that you recommend or is Excel a good place to get started? I think Excel is a great place to get started. And if you don't like Excel, get out a pencil and paper or sometimes your credit card categorizes for you. Um, but just go through your bank statement or your credit card statement line by line and put it into a category to see how much money you're spending on, on each thing. That's a great and then from there, if you set up the automation and you know what your free spending money is, you don't really need a system to track it because you can kind of just see what you're spending. So, so for me, I look at how much my credit card bill should be each month. Mm -hmm like how much I'm going to pay off each month. And if I'm getting close to it, then it's like, okay, don't spend on whatever thing you want to spend on. Yeah. Those impulse spends. Mm -hmm. Which so, so I track, like I kind I kind of bookkeep for my personal stuff just because I'm a nerd like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, I don't expect that my clients will do that. Like I try to make it as simple as possible. Like let's account for the, all the things that need to be paid for first. And then all you have to know is how much money you have to spend. And you just keep an eye on that. Like your max credit card bill should be this much. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Setting a max credit, like how much I, I can only put this much on the credit card every month. Cause I, that's what I get yep. budgeted to pay off. Exactly. Oh, love that. Awesome. Yes. And then you can get those credit card points. Oh yeah, exactly. You can get the mileage points or the cash or whichever, you know. Yes benefits you're trying yes. to get from your card <laughs> without paying interest because you pay off the card in full at the end in of every, full month. every month. Yeah. No penalties. Yes. Wouldn't it be exactly. great if we all used our cards that way? We intend to, like you said, <laughs> how do you intend to spend your money? Not how are you spending your money? Yes, exactly. Well, fantastic. Well, Leander, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us a little insights on how to get started on a budget. What a budget is really. Um, and so for all the members watching, either live on replay, make sure that you connect with Leandra through our experts page on flow working. If you have not signed up for next week's session, make sure you sign up for next week's session. And every week we have this wonderful woman, Leandra Foster, coming to tell us all about how to follow our money flow. So Leandra, we'll see you next week at the same time. And um, for all our flow members, we'll see you next week as well.